0: They put on the helmet and pads.
1: Ticked off by Jonathan Joseph. The Texans go in front.
0: And make the big plays.
1: Sacked again by Whitney Merciless, his second of
2: the game.
0: Now it's time for Texans players to take you inside the game. But as a player, you got to use the little things and the details. And they'll take you outside the white lines, too.
3: Bread pudding, apple pie and ice cream, peach cobbler or sweet potato casserole. Yeah.
0: Welcome to the Ruckers Texans Players Show. Live from Ruckers with your hosts, Mark Vandermeer, D.B. Sidhu and Drew Doherty.
1: And away we go at Fuddruckers, the Fuddruckers Texans players show. Mark Vandermeer, Drew Doherty, and DP Sidhu, and joining us tonight, DJ Reader.
3: Hey. All, All right,
1: we're gonna of... we're gonna tweet out a picture of DJ with his cowboy hat on, which looks fantastic, Thanks, by man. the way. It really does. That's I, can't, right I can't pull that off. I can't get away with that look. Yeah, How you long can, you man? had that thing? I would look like uh, Woody from Toy Story if I did that. It's not going to be a good look for me. But DJ, you I look brought, great.
3: I think I brought this hat at the rodeo. This is my first one. I, I haven't had one. This is my first one, though. Looking good. I, I like, like it. it. Yeah, I like yes. it. I like it's it got a lot. the
2: right bends to yeah. it, I think. You know? When I got
3: when I got my braids in, it's a little bit easier to wear right now. So okay. <laughs> from my, from my hair like this. And with the
1: headset, it's a little more difficult. Yeah. We, we understand this. but we're, it's, we're going
3: for a look, though. We it's got good to it. See.
1: And the other thing is that you beat DP Sidhu here. I know there's a lot of traffic. Okay? I made some power plays. Okay, you did. Yeah. Uh-oh. I
3: was only 3.5 miles away. It said 35 minutes. It did? I swear. I, I had
1: like, one of those yesterday, and I can't, I can't get on DP because... <laughs> I was late for the 8 a.m. show yesterday, so oh, wow. I called in. I was with Johnny on the phone, but it was bad. There was an accident. I couldn't go anywhere. I was yeah. gridlocked. It was awful. It
3: was, it was awful. It was, it was rough. I,
1: so what'd you do? Did you like get up on the media? And
3: <laughs> I, I just got really aggressive and kind of you know do what I do. To, uh, <laughs> do I, was, I, was, I was riding the coattails of a lot of people.
1: Oh, that's good. I was Draft, right,
3: real close, doing some drafting. Well, there's no red, I'm
2: blue, not. flashing lights chasing after you, so I yeah. Can, I mean, you, go, went, you yeah. weren't too aggressive. Yeah, I was know? good.
3: It wasn't like nothing crazy was going on. Right. People just driving slow. If you get one of those, just say, "Oh, you're my police
1: escort. Yeah. Thank you there very you much yeah. for getting me here." We got this uh, tropical storm <laughs> coming over Houston right now, kind yeah. of up the east side, and uh, we're going to get a lot of rain here. We have been getting a lot of rain anyway. It's great to see you. And congratulations on the win! Thank you. Uh, goal line, Stan. I got to imagine as a defensive player uh-huh. playing your position to get that yeah. to stop a two-point conversion run at the moment of truth. I mean, winning is sweet no matter what. That's got some extra sweetness to it.
3: Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's crazy because you really want to make that play. Like you know, what I mean, you know, it's coming down to you, and it's it's like like a related to baseball. It's like you you know you're that last out. Like it's the it's the last thing you got, and like. You making that play as a defensive player is just like, all right, this is what you built for. It's what you've been waiting for your whole life.
2: Take us through the setup of that play. I mean, did you think it was Fournette coming? Did you uh, think he was going to go that way? I mean, how I, did it go do go down for you through your eyes? I you didn't said? necessarily
3: know like at the beginning of the play like what they might do. I guess I'm guessing like you know I mean he's the power back, so they're going to get the ball, give him a chance, and so you know we. we we had the play called, and you know, everybody just, we know right there, there's not much space, so you got to get off the rock. You can't be even. If you're even, you lose. Right. Mm. So you just got to push it upfield. So right. everybody did their best job pushing upfield. Jay Reed could float over top, filled in the right space, played his gap, and did a great job him to get.
1: But that's tough to do for you guys because, you know, obviously they know what they're going to
3: run. Yeah. So they're
1: trying to push you back. I mean, that's yeah. a real mano a mano situation. I mean, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Really, it's like you try to get that first step in the ground. and It's just, mm-hmm. just kind of playing ball, and it's like you really just want to get upfield on that first step, just to try to get something mm-hmm. done, some pushback.
1: Uh, it, the farther you are away from the ball, you're still uh, watching that ball. You're watching your guy move. How do you handle that as a defensive lineman?
3: Uh, like
1: if you're right, if you're the nose, yeah, obviously, if I'm the nose, I see the
3: ball. Uh, yeah. I think. Everywhere on the line, at the periphery, you can see the ball. Right. For the most part. I think, I mean, but you do, a lot of times you react off a of movement on the body, body part of a guy, but I don't think in that situation. No.
1: Yeah, because if he moves, even if you move before the snap, he moved before you move, yeah. therefore so it's good. a false start yeah. at worst case scenario, right. right?
2: And you were active on the day. You get five tackles on the stat sheet. Yep. I mean, normally you don't see those numbers like that from your position, but you look at the numbers and it's loss of three gain of one maybe, you know, it's boom, boom, boom. It's all stuff that happened at the line of scrimmage. I mean, you guys really stonewall Leonard Fournette all day long and you're kind of one of the leaders of all that.
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, we, we knew they were gonna try to run the ball. You know, he's a good back. He, he plays hard um, so they were gonna try to do run the ball and then with the performance the week before we just wanted to bounce back and have a good performance against the run and know that what we could do inside to help with that, like, you know I mean how we could play better. I think we focused up really hard on that this week.
1: DJ Reader joining us. Yeah, this week you have Eckler, who's a good yeah. running back. They don't have Melvin Gordon, but this guy's doing a good job for yeah. them. And it, you have a bunch of good running backs coming up. McCaffrey after that. We're going to go one week at a time. Yeah, here, we're though, DJ. To, yeah, we one week at a time. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. you know, we, we in the media side of things tend to yeah, look yeah. down the road a little bit. Yeah. What about playing in uh, L.A.? I keep wanting to say San Diego, but it's L.A. And it's a smaller stadium. It's going to yeah. be a different kind of environment. I mean, the field's still 100 yards. We were talking about yeah. it with Bill O'Brien. Does he pull a Hoosiers and get out the tape measure just to show? It's still 100 yards, yeah. but it's going to be a different look for an NFL game.
3: Uh, yeah, I, I didn't even think about that part yet. I mean, mm. I guess I guess you kind of just always get out there and play and you don't really think about it, but that's definitely going to be a thing, you know. We have to bring some juice. Bring all juice with us. There will yeah.
2: be a lot of Texans fans at this one. There, so? they, I know so. There are okay. a lot. Yeah, but Drew, oh, we're in a traveling. Diego. We're
3: traveling. Good to this one. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, okay, there will be great. a lot in right. Los Angeles. There's yeah. a lot of them that live out there, okay, we're and we're they'll come out juice. to the
2: game. But there's going to be a lot that travel. Because it's lot LA. To
3: La
1: Well, I well, first it's of all, there are a lot of a lot of Houstonian transplants in La because La is just filled with people from somewhere else. And Drew kind of messed somebody up though because they were asking
2: false. No, they were asking what uniform
1: you guys are going to wear, and it's going to be.
2: They ask, <laughs> they ask. Yeah, that's what uniform they're wearing. Yeah, yeah the players.
1: Right. The players are going to wear deep steel blue, right? Yeah, yeah, we know yeah. this. Okay. Are we sure about that? Yeah, because the Chargers wear white, white at yeah, home. Yeah. Okay. So the players are going to wear deep steel blue, but the traveling Texans wear what color? Red. red. red Which I know. You. But he was but asking he, what
2: they're wearing. Yeah, but
1: you. But he. But that was the question. He doesn't. He's. All right, great. They're wearing blue, but he wants to know what he should wear. That was the implication in that question. Can I, I just, just jump
4: in here? Because yes. I saw that tweet, and the guy, and I'm on Drew's side here, because the guy said, What are the Texans wearing? I want to pack my same jersey. Thank you. You oh. brought up a good point, Mark, in saying, Well, I would wear blue. Know. When you're traveling with the traveling Texans, you should wear red. I don't think he knew that. Well, we have and traveling Texans already, right here. They say yeah, battle he should, red. He should uh, ask them instead of Drew. That
1: was his mistake. Okay. DJ, what does it mean to you when you see Texans fans in the stands, you're on the road?
3: Uh, It means a lot. You know, you you just got a little bit of home with you, and that's good. You got somebody there fighting with you. You got somebody in the foxhole out there really cheering for you, and and that's good to always come back to.
4: DJ, I love your hat, by the way. Thank you. Sorry for being late, guys, but I wanted to bring up uh, Whitney Merciless. He got the sack in the first week, and he said that I was asking him about his guitar celebration, (laughs) and he actually gave you a lot of credit on the play. Uh, that was in Week One yeah. against the Saints, and he said that he actually was looking for you to celebrate on the field, oh. but you just ran off. Yeah, so I, just, I feel like I should share this information it, with you for the next celebration. Yeah, it's about to be
3: third down. I don't play third down. I can't can't get the twelve men on the field. Yeah, I, I, well, I, he, I tried to find them, but I'm not getting uh, that rock solo. That's like no. I know, think you it.
4: should be the dr- I think you should be the air drummer. The air oh, drummer? Yeah. yeah. Like, how they already got two guitars. How do I go
3: about doing that? Like, do I stand up and air drum? They get on a knee and play the guitar like. He, yeah, well, then do, you do sit, you just crouch do cross down cross in between them the and then
4: you do no yeah. you gotta crouch down.
2: <laughs> this is something y'all should coordinate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great idea. That's I what like. I'm saying.
3: That's like, what I suggest if they were standing up. Playing the guitars, it might be a little bit easier.
4: You don't need to do what they're doing, you be you, DJ.
3: Yeah, I'm playing the air drums.
4: You should play the air drums. You You should should play the stand up
3: bass. Say, I'm taking it
1: back to a jazz (laughs) era. Okay, in New Orleans, that might have been good. 10 chairs. Think
4: about how
3: not like my picture's not gonna look cool. Their pictures look cool. (laughs) (laughs) You can clearly see they're playing the guitar. Like, I'm just, Mm. I might look just like I'm spazzing out.
1: What is he doing? I'm
4: like, well, he's doing something. That's not yeah. a guitar he's playing.
1: By the well, way, Whitney, next week, Ruckers in Stafford. Okay, in Stafford. So there we have it. All right, Lunch Pail Crew. Yep. How did this originate?
3: How would you get that name? Man, yeah. we, I don't know where we came up. We were in camp. Just kind of came up with it. It's was very organic. Very organic mm-hmm. name. Uh, we hang out with each other at lunch all the time. We just come to work, man. That's what we do.
2: That was pretty fun in guys. the preseason game when yeah. JJ took the mic and interviewed you because Nathan Edwards, who does an outstanding job in media relations, yeah. he came over to me. He's on the sideline and kind of coordinating things. He's like, hey, uh, do you think it would be okay if, if JJ did an interview with some of the players? <laughs> I was like, hell yeah, give him the microphone. It's going to be hilarious. It's a free game. You do the readings. rest of the game. If JJ so. wants to do calculus on the air, we'd perfect. let him do that. It was
3: perfect. Yeah, it was fun. It was great. It was great. You know, we, got, we got our name out there. Everybody saw it. I had my LPC shirt on on Sunday.
1: LPC. Yeah, I brought it, I brought it to
3: work. You guys yeah. have
4: shirts.
1: I, I got a shirt. Oh, LPC. You have a shirt. Yeah, I got a, I'm working on my. LPC is making the broadcast. Well, the
4: linebackers have their. They yeah. have their. They have their shirts. Yeah, yeah. So you need to have your shirts. Yeah, so you,
3: exactly. You know, you yeah. You talked about barbecue that and the sauce. Yeah. Yeah. That was, so that's that your that was nickname. Fun. I didn't know that. What yeah. barbecue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not my LPC name, but that's. That's my nickname. You have an LPC nickname yeah, too. Got a, oh yeah, I got an LPC. Wait, That's separate from barbecue. Yeah.
4: What's your? Can we ask what the LPC nickname it's
1: is?
3: Grave Dave. <laughs> Slit.
4: Grave Dave.
1: Yeah. Wait. Okay. Dave. Yeah. You're my, just my, Dave. My oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. DJ. Okay. I just thought your <laughs> official name was just two <laughs> letters. Okay.
3: Who
4: named everybody? Did you guys name yourselves?
3: Yeah, we I always came up with names ourselves.
4: What's, yeah. what's JJ?
3: Uh, JJ? JJ's not part of LPC. He's he's. He's, he's not. He's a, he's affiliated. <laughs> he's, an wow. he's not really in the LTC. Well, he, he was he's interviewing ad- you all like LPC he was part adjacent. of
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> he was okay, on Len- the edge of the neighborhood. I'm confused. Yeah.
4: Lunch Pill Crew is you, DJ Denny, Angela, Angela, Blackson. Angela Blackson? Angela Blackson?
3: Is Amanda who it is? It, Carlos. It. Carlos. Yeah. And and Carlos. Carlos is a maybe. He's, he's, he's also a, adjacent. He's, he's on the waiver lounge yeah. <laughs> but no, Carlos, Carlos is, in, so that's it. That's what, What's, what
4: are the other nicknames?
3: Oh, man, you got. Oh, I can't think of Angela. You guys must game. not
4: use these very no, often. We don't
3: we don't talk about very, very yeah. very it's a secret awful, group. But it's just know, on shows just, like this probably. Yeah, it's very secret.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, LPC. So a Manohu, a rookie, mm-hmm. not on it. No.
3: Okay. He's no, a rookie. No, he's, Mark. A uh, he's a canteen.
4: He's a canteen.
3: Albert Albert Huggins Lunchbox. Lunchbox. You got the so, okay. lunch box yeah. crew. Yeah, They're uh, working yeah, their no, way up to so, L P C Oh, I love this stuff. This
4: sounds like a lot of fun. It sounds very exclusive.
2: It's great.
1: All right, so how uh, when you look at uh, Carlos Watkins, you look at some of the depth here, Brandon Dunn is somebody we've had on this show, mm-hmm. and he's started a lot of games for this team. Now, there's some confusion here because we do call him DJ Dunny because he's a DJ and you're mm-hmm. DJ reader. So he said, listen, there's a little bit of confusion out there, but I still call him DJ Dunny a lot during the broadcast. Your thoughts on that?
3: Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. I'm, right. I'm, that's cool with me. I don't no you no just problem. chill with it, he, hey. Dunny is the best DJ in our locker room. He, he, you know, he he brings the energy. He gets mm-hmm. us right before every game, so you know he he has all rights to the DJ Dunny. And and
4: you're you're his hype man too. Yeah, him, I'm right? his hype man. He's so he's, he's
3: all <laughs> in. Because like I'm saying, he's DJ Dunny. on Grave Dave. It's lit.
2: So and the <laughs> only player who I feel the like only we... should really give input to DJ Dunny or Deshaun Watson, right? As far as suggestions for uh, the music. linebackers a I mean, the linebackers yeah.
4: too apparently
3: but he's the main one right yeah Chantrell. Chantrell just kind of he's one of those guys that comes in when nobody's around and plays music what and does he listen to nothing bad music else. no not just, just nothing your nobody face else. just looks like a nothing bad nobody music. else wants to listen to he's from minnesota he's, you know? <laughs> it's like minnesota music we don't know what they rap about up there i
4: mean is it it's Prince? cold is it ice Prince fishing and and oh, yeah. Yeah. it's cold it's cold uh, I asked I asked Brandon Dunn about it. He said the linebackers want like slow chill music. They were yeah, listening to that in the locker got, room the other day. You
3: got, you got Zach and all those singing guys, Zach and Dylan. And, and before practice, that's right. Really. Yeah. That's right. Not really working for the D line though. Yeah, apparently, you don't care what they want. You Zach did his thing at they the. Get, lunch they get like again. two songs. <laughs> if we're in the mood for slow jams, then they get it.
4: They were singing Mary J. Blige the other day in the locker room, like mm-hmm. really, like a few guys were, like really, and they tried to do her screamy, like high-pitched voice. It was a little harmful to the ears that were in the locker room, but,
3: you know. I mean, there, was, there was no good ones? There was, there was there.
4: No good people Nobody. were singing that day, no. Uh. <laughs> it was, uh, it was, it was uh, AJ Moore. Hmm. And Jordan Thomas on the other end of the locker room. No, like no, opposite ends. Those
3: are like two good candidates. Well, They're
4: not. They were dancing, but the, the singing, yeah, not so much. All
1: right, DJ Reader is with us, and we will talk some football during the we program. We will get back on topic I at some point. I promise I'm that sorry, it's guys. going to happen. I'm They're sorry. going to take on the Chargers yes. this weekend. It's a 325 yes. kick, by the way, Sunday afternoon. So set your watch for that one, set your calendar for that one, and we will take questions from the crowd here. And by the way, tonight here at Fud Greenway, we are giving away tickets for the Texans-Carolina game. That'll be a week from Sunday at NRG Stadium. That's right. Tickets will be given away tonight, so you want to stop by. Look, there's a ton of traffic. If you're near us, just come on in. Have a burger, a shake. Check out the show. Have some fun. DJ Reader is here. It's Texans Radio.
0: Keep it here for more of the Fuddruckers Texans Players Show right here on Texans Radio.
1: Without Verizon Up, your football season could sound like this.
3: You call that
0: a throw? Put me on that field. You know I was all conference in high school. Would have went pro if it wasn't for my appendicitis. And here's what it could sound like with Verizon Up.
1: Scott Miller,
4: follow me to your seats. They're all the way down in row one.
0: The the network more people rely on gives you more. Like NFL tickets and experiences with Verizon Up. Only on Verizon. Based on root metrics by IHS Markets, root score reports, one H 2019 of four mobile networks. Results may vary. Not an
2: endorsement.
4: I can't believe it.
2: That Gerald is presenting the quarterly budget report with finger puppets? Look, here comes
0: a 1.7% decrease in fixed overhead. Hello, everybody.
4: no. I can't believe how easy it was to save hundreds of dollars on my car insurance with Geico.
0: Who are you? The projected increase in organic Q3 revenue.
4: Hooray!
0: Believe it, Geico could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Or more on car insurance. Or more on car. Now, back to Bud Ruckers for more of the Texans Players Show.
1: Yeah, a lot more. Mark Vandermeer, Drew Doherty, DB City, and DJ Reader here tonight drawing a crowd. We're giving away tickets to Texans, Carolina, a little bit later on in the show. We'll be here till 8. Texans all access at 7. Plenty of news going on around the league tonight. And we've got questions from the crowd coming up as well. Are they ready? Oh, well, maybe they're not ready yet, so we'll just load those questions in the chamber, get them ready. DJ, you're facing Philip Rivers mm. this weekend, and uh, how about that ACC connection? I mean, do you even connect with him as an ACC guy because he uh, yeah, was 100 it, years State, ago.
3: Yeah, it, it, NC State, um, I, I obviously didn't, probably didn't know about him that much. I didn't, watch, I didn't watch a lot of NC State football, though. Yeah.
1: But, uh, Back friend, in the day. All my
3: friends who are NC State fans, they love Rivers. So, you know, I've been watching them for a while. Watching them in the league for a while. You know, so
1: When you face a quarterback like that, I mean, drafted in 2004, these guys, I mean, you face Drew Brees. I mean, uh-huh. He's 2001. I mean, you have some guys who have been in the league for a long time. You're facing, what do you th- as a professional athlete, what are your thoughts when you're seeing somebody like this who's been around for so long and has that kind of success?
3: You know, it's just, it's just being out there with, like, the best of your profession, and mm-hmm. knowing that they've sustained a long career. Uh, one th- one thing that's like kind of cool about Philip Rivers—he has these like old Reebok cleats, <laughs> and you don't ever see him. Like he has these old Reebok cleats, and I remember from last time we played him, and I was like, I don't know where he finds these cleats. He was wearing
4: them in game.
3: Yeah, he wears them in game. He wears them. There's yeah, some like old the... looking cleats in game. I don't know what they are. I don't know anybody else who has them, but it's pretty funny. Like it's pretty funny. To, like, wow. See,
2: Besides those cleats, what do you remember about the last time you played against him? It was a it was a game here. It was late November. It was right after Mexico City and right before Green Bay. What do you remember about about facing that guy? He's,
3: he's, a, he's a gunslinger, man. He's never out of it. He never feels like he's out of it, you know. And um, guys like that, you can win with them. And I remember that, you know. They got weapons on their team. A lot of weapons, speed, good receivers. And they play pretty solid defense. And so, you know, I think they're just a good team in general. And that's what I remember about them last time. They were younger last time. They just gotten older and better together. I think. You know they don't have the the back that they they, they want to have or necessarily the guy that they expected to have, but they got another guy and they're doing a great job right now. So yeah. they're still just as loaded.
4: Speaking of wide receivers, there's a wide receiver that you played with in college out yeah. there, Mike Williams. Yeah. Uh, what do you remember about him? It looks like he was a little bit banged up, but he came mm-hmm. back just in time for last week's game.
3: Mike's a competitor, um, crazy athlete, can make any play, run run any route. So you know he's a really good player. You know, and that's what I remember about him from college. That's what I've seen. His game progressed to an NFL. He started to make a lot more plays for him.
4: It seemed like he had a slow start in the NFL, either yeah. with injuries well, or whatnot.
3: Know, coming off a neck injury, you know, it's just kind of uh-huh. takes a little while to get back and favorable. And then just you know, going there and just getting used to it, being different, especially in the NFL. Now he's good. I mean, you know, he's got a great guy like Ken Allen over there in the locker room, so they're figuring it out.
4: Will you jersey swap? With, Do you jersey swap with players, uh, like college players?
3: Yeah, probably, but... Um, the problem is
4: with Clemson, you got all these other guys yeah, that want to jersey I might, swap. I
3: don't know, I might get Keeney's. Uh, me and P- oh. Keeney play on the same PB football team, so... Oh, is that right? Yeah, Really? Yeah.
2: Did you ever have I mean, did y'all ever lose? I mean,
3: nah. He was the best player on the team. Golly. Yeah, well, you're on the team, too. I mean... I play offense and defense. That doesn't matter in the What
4: What age was this? What age was this? Like, 9, 10, or older?
3: Seven. Oh, even younger. Yeah, seven, seven through ten. So, were
1: you playing on the line
3: then, or were you doing something else? Yeah, yeah. So I Haven't changed much, man. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, play, how big were like, you? So, what I did is like, line, I lined up at like tight end, like defense line, mm-hmm. or like tight end, and run like tight end reverse. Yeah, because you're probably the better. Or I know you had Keenan <laughs> yeah, Allen, but one of the best like athletes on the we team got, we anyway. we got some good players on the team. We got three or four pros on our P- 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 on your pee wee we football team. Who are
2: the others besides you two? Uh,
3: Christian McCain. He played, he's doing it me now, mm. and then Maurice Harris, King's cousin, Jeez. he played. Yeah, so we were all on the same team. Were
4: you guys all doing Little League Baseball at the time, too? Uh, no. I
3: don't think they played baseball. I don't think they played baseball with me.
2: They did not play baseball
3: I don't before. think they played with me. But you I think started they young in baseball, yeah, yeah. right? I started real young in baseball, yeah. And while
2: we're, wait, wait. while we're on baseball, mm-hmm. uh-huh. I got to say, I love that you guys keep doing the, the pregame baseball games with the yeah. pylon and the yeah. football. It's you. It's merciless. It's yeah. McKinney. Is there anybody else? There's just you it's three.
3: Is done? Dunn. And done. Dunn.
2: Yeah, yeah. When did that actually start? Was it two years ago? Was it three years ago? I mean, two, cause it might
3: have been two years ago. We've been doing it for a minute. Yeah, we've been doing it for a while. You do it every game, don't yeah, you? Yeah, we do it every game. Yeah, uh, but it's gotten more and more competitive. B Mac has gotten a lot better at baseball. <laughs> well, so <laughs> so people know. We still
1: is, call it baseball. You're using a pylon as a yeah, bat. Pylon, right? And you're using the football as the ball. When
3: BMAC B Mac the plate. Yeah. He, crowds he crowds the plate. The
1: plate, the the plate. plate is the corner. The advantage <laughs> is
3: definitely in his favor, but right now I'm up 2-0. Think about okay. it. Like, it's the power and the football. It's such a big surface to hit. Yep. Yeah. i got to cover all that space. and All he's got to really get is like 10 yards that way. Yeah, and it's going to take some bad bounces. <laughs> but, yeah, his it's going to take ball some bad ball bounces. Like, it's all in his advantage. Yeah. He, but he doesn't swing until the third pitch every time. so he's, <laughs> He takes his <laughs> advantage down. Like has this replaced Foursquare or? has I it? think so. Yeah, this is, I, I, yeah it was, it's only a three-person game, four-person game though. It's, I don't know if it's going to open up to more people.
1: This is before you put on the full uniform. This is what the,
3: sure. early, the early, early warm-up, right? Yeah, this is early, early. Does this, this is,
4: help you warm up for the game? Somehow, just asking. it's gotta, gotta, be, a, it's gotta
2: uh, be like a nice, yeah, divert yeah. your yeah. attention that you know might be directed towards. Nervous okay, energy. I'll take that.
4: I'll take that. Do you yeah, ever bat, or you're always pitching? I'm always pitching. I always see you and pitching.
3: After that, we me, b Mack and uh, Whitney. We throw the ball at the crossbar. I'm
1: trying to remember: is it underhand or overhand? Overhand. Oh, he he okay, goes through sorry. the full
3: windup. Yeah, I go through the <laughs> full windup. you disrespecting our game. <laughs> no, no, so like are you? Not th- so you're throwing? Game, you're throwing. You guys taking a back step there. and then coming through. And <laughs> a leg slap. No, he's a
2: regular Nolan Ryan with so, <laughs> that thing. Yeah, no, it's good to watch.
1: We, so we don't, so don't want any arm head. trouble before the game.
3: It's all right. I mean, we got some. We got some good reviews off, but we got some mixed reviews too. There's, there's a couple people that hate on our game of baseball on the Twitter. Like
2: Oh. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, concentrate on football or whatever. <laughs> Those are the people that when you tweet something about, like, you did something nice in the community in February, yeah. yep. like, weren't you in the playbook or in the film room? So yeah. just take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> yeah, no, it's I was just funny. There's a place for everything.
3: I was like, dang. Was. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Well, speaking of the community, yeah, four hours before the game, you yeah, won the Spirit hours. of the Bull Award this yes, year yeah. Yeah. at the Houston Texans kickoff lunch, and congratulations that for that. Awesome. Yeah, that uh, how about a hand DJ, well all the work he does in the community, it. And there was a lot of stuff. I did the narration for that video, uh-huh. and I just kept on reading and reading. And all the stuff you do, my goodness. What are some of the highlights for you being out in the community? I know you like seeing the people, yeah. seeing the kids, I mean, whatever.
3: Yeah, and then just being out of the house. Like, I just like being out of the house and, like, spending, yeah. <laughs> spending time on my day. I do a lot of work with the National Kidney Foundation, you know, because that's mm-hmm. personal to me. And then I'm at the Boys and Girls Club a lot. I do right. like, the stuff with um, Fuel Over to Play 60. So I'm just around. And anything else they have an the organization that they need done, or that they need some help. And, and this is your day
1: it. off. I mean, today is your day off, yeah. and on your day, I mean, you and a lot of the players are yeah. out there in the community. The well, yeah, your a lot of guys
3: off. get out. Yeah, we do a good job as, of an organization of getting mm-hmm. guys out there and finding things for guys to do. Because I mean, guys get bored, you know. Not that we get bored, but like we just want to help. We got so much time, right? Like there's. There is time, and there isn't time. But it like doesn't tw- feel like it, but though. But Tuesdays are a day. Like, like if you go from being structured every single day, and then Tuesdays are one day off. Yeah, you're gonna not do something, but mm-hmm. you have hours and pockets of time in between where you can go get right. something done out of your day.
1: Right. It's not like you're gonna be out there for yeah, sixteen you're not
3: be out hours. Yeah. Sixteen hours, like yeah, working. Like you just. one hour, two hours, what what is it, to go up go work on something different.
2: How eye-opening was that for you when you got here seeing all the different things that the organization does to kind of help those? It was big, you know,
3: uh, it was huge because, you know, my mom, my mom's always made me do a lot of community service work Mm -hmm. and so, like, it was just good knowing that they, I didn't have to go find it necessarily, they kind of already had things that you could go do and you kind of, they help you find your own avenue and, and, like, what you like about it and puts you with people that you would be more successful with so it's, it's really cool how we go about it
1: dj reader joining us hey you just had liberty white kickoff what's your favorite home uniform do you like the not all white you do no no oh no not white
4: i was i didn't think d lineman liked the uh, yeah I'm very
2: favorable.
1: <laughs> it's not a slimming <laughs> color
4: yeah. no i agree
1: <laughs> you like the, I like the all
3: blue i, I like the all blue right red you like the battle red? I like the battle red. Uh huh. I'm a mm. big fan of battle red. Me too.
4: What if they brought back the red pants? We talk about this frequently. Yeah, yeah. That was before the ketchup your bottles. Time. Oh, no, a no. lot of
3: people are people, nodding. There really? are too many nos being nodded, so I don't know. Want to I, speak I think. I, I looked up, and there are so many people nodding no.
4: I'm a mm. big fan of the ketchup bottles. I think you that are. if you did it right, it's like the, it's just like Color Rush. I think, it think is we, like
3: we could swag it out, but we got to have the right socks and the right shoes and the right
4: accessories. To make it work. So some guy, there's, some
3: guys are really, yeah, there's some guys that really go crazy with it, but you also got the guys on our team that we, we got. Some of us got plain swag, so mm-hmm. we're gonna really be out there in all red, and I don't think that's gonna look good on a lot <laughs> You're, You're like, correct. I will but follow
4: the instructions. There's a reason it has been worn since 2010.
3: The Bucks got to do. It. I mean, mm-hmm. they, like people just wear, they gotta wear red. I guess. So, I mean, I, I, I think don't you guys know. could just, do it. I don't think it would look good.
1: The <laughs> no, All blue looks fantastic. Yeah, all blue
3: looks good. Especially the color And Deep Steel already. Sunday is
1: when you play the Patriots this mm-hmm. year, December 1st. All right, DJ Reader is here. We're at Fuddruckers. We're at the 59 and Wesleyan location, giving away Texans tickets tonight as the Texans will take on Carolina at home a week from Sunday. Of course, it's L.A. The Chargers this Sunday. And some news and notes about L.A. in the next hour at 7 o'clock here at Fuddruckers. But more with DJ next. Questions from the crowd. I've got a big question about Professional football behavior around the building, how they handle themselves, what's important about being a pro because DJ is a great one. Let's continue the program here. Texans Radio here at Budruckers.
0: The big finish is up next. The Ruckers Texans Players Show continues in a moment. We're back with more of the Texans Players Show, live from Fuddruckers.
1: Yeah, it is. We've got DJ Reader tonight. Next week, Whitney Merciless in Stafford. So join us for that. Whitney off to a great start. Three sacks on the season so far. He's He's got an interception. Yeah, what about that, DJ? He's got three sacks, a pick. Yeah. Two forced fumbles. I know. Guy's going crazy. Going crazy. So he's back to a more... Favorable position to rush the passer and taking advantage of it very well, but he's the first to credit you guys and you know, everybody else up front that yeah. it's an ensemble effort and yeah, it's, uh, it's it's just a group team kind of thing.
3: Yeah, you know we we take pride in rushing together and any advantage that we can give him by creating pressure so they can get there faster. You know, I hope he does. I mean, I hope he keeps going. It's yes, it's yeah. A pretty crazy stat line right now if you look at it. If you like sit back and look at it, it's crazy.
1: Through two games, awesome. All right, let's get to some questions from the crowd here. And what's your name? Jared. Jared, what's your question? Question for DJ. We know you played baseball growing up and at Clemson. Mm-hmm. Which did you enjoy better, hitting or pitching?
3: Uh, enjoyed hitting better. I just, like, I always liked it when I was little, you know, just, like, going up there in the competitiveness of hitting. But, you know, being on the mound on that dime is a real lonely place. <laughs> so, so I mean, pitching really brings out that true edge in you. So, I mean, I, it's a toss-up. But I, like, I think I like hitting more, just standpoint of a personality.
1: I like the way you describe that lonely place kind of thing because it's yeah. a team sport, clearly, it's, but oh, the man. whole team changes depending on who's on yeah, the mound. Yeah, who's on the
3: diamond mm-hmm. and how much trust he even got behind the people behind him. So, then it's like... You can even feel like you're throwing your best stuff, but if you don't trust people behind you, you're still gonna, not going to do good. So it's a lot of things on that mound.
1: What's it like being the pitcher and it's not going as well as you want it to? And people visit the mound. What are those conversations like?
3: I mean, I can't use profanity on this show, but it's, it's trash. It's terrible. Like I mean, it's just, those conversations suck. Yeah, and. It's, it's not like a
4: little pep talk. I always wonder what's going on up there. They're Like, come on, you can do yeah, it. Just, like, it's, get your it's head it's back the in the game. It's the pep
3: talk of. It's almost like the pep talk like in conditioning when you're in the back and yeah. your friends are like, "Come on, man, you got it." Like, that's kind of pep talk. It is like, yeah, you can hear it all you want to, but it's a it's something inside your head. Maybe they can say something that might get you, that click you back in. But mm-hmm. sometimes you're just out of it. and You're really searching, and sometimes that time gets you back. Like you rush, you try to do so perfect, and you're rushing so much, you don't. It breaks yeah, the you, you time. Got it yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: DJ Reader with us. All right, more questions from the crowd here at Ruckers. What's your name? Manny. All right.
2: So my question is, I want to know,
4: which team are you more excited to play this season, and why is
1: that? Um, The next one. The next game. <laughs> but other than the next one. The next one. game,
3: I'm so excited. About, but uh, I think we play the Falcons. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty cool. You know, a lot of guys we play with play on Falcons teams, and then, um, you know, that'll be uh, Founders Day, so excited about that one, so I think I'm excited about that game.
1: Yes, that is Founders Day, as mm. the Texans will induct Mr. McNair into the Ring of Honor. That's very cool. That's October
3: awesome. 5th. Mm-hmm. Nice pull. Was the, Falcons,
2: was the Falcons a team you kind of grew up no, pulling for? No. Did you have a
3: team? Oh, I, oh, boy. I was a little bit of a Steelers fan. Okay. okay. You know, Carolina came, the team came in 94, the year I was born, so wasn't really like a, there was no really identity with it yet. Mm-hmm. So, I was a Steelers fan. My mom's a Cowboys fan. Oh,
1: jeez. Yeah, oh, wow. That's a divided house just, right there. I though. can't believe
3: I let that slip out of
1: there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, but not even to anymore, to though,
4: off. right? Does she still secretly when the Cowboys
1: are Really? For them? What was last year <laughs> like <laughs> for her, like, DJ? Come. Because you beat the Cowboys here, you can it was great. sort of savor that for great. four years. She, you know,
3: she doesn't say anything. If we're playing the Cowboys, it's for me. Of course. Any other weekend.
1: Really?
4: Ah.
1: You know, there are people like that in Houston, by the way. Yeah. They I live mean, no, She chooses
3: me. She loves me. But, like, mm-hmm. if they're, I mean, we don't ever play them, so she's watching. She's on it. Okay.
1: All right, good. So she likes the deep steel blue. All right, <laughs> next question. What's your name? Hi, my name's Courtney. Hi, Courtney. And Hi, Courtney. my question for you, DJ, is what is your favorite part about the Texas game day in NRG Stadium? Ooh, what is my favorite part? The two point conversion stop at the end. Oh, no, that was just on Sunday.
3: Uh, the dance off is pretty cool. I always watch all the little things. <laughs> oh, like <that>. you do? <laughs> you yeah, do? the dance off <laughs> is pretty cool. <laughs>
4: that you know, is really funny. The
3: dance off is consistent. I know it's going to happen every time. We got yeah. some new, so I'm interested to see the rest of the uh, little games <laughs> they had us play and who, gets yeah. paid, who are the matchups in those games. Mm-hmm. So I like watching those. Oh, them all. because
4: you guys shot those in May, yeah. a bunch of little ones. Yeah, one-offs. but we shot
3: them individually, so we don't know who the matchup is going to be.
4: Oh, oh yeah. are you right. in the dance off? I don't remember Ooh, seeing you in the
3: dance off. I'm in. You got to be in that games one like though, pencil right? game. Yeah. It's like, oh, the pencil under the your bottom, nose. Yeah. You Did
4: come, you do the thing where you shake, nope, um, shake nope. the thing mm. on your on your behind? Did and not do that okay. One. Kleenex
2: <laughs> box filled <laughs> with pong, ping pong balls. Ping pong
4: so. balls. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I didn't want to do that one. That, that seemed like a lot. Mm-hmm. I put myself in maybe some compromises.
4: <laughs> you're like, I don't want to pull anything if yeah, I'm just playing like this that. game. I like, oh. I like that you guys watch the video board uh, entertainment because a lot of work goes into that. Yeah. Did yeah, you I'm, like the interdu- doing the introductions this year? The introductions came out really cool. Yeah, I like the
3: introductions. They're, they're really cool. I, th- I think I like, I also like the game, The Scramble, but people cheat because the crowd helps everybody Oh, out of course. You can't lose. Right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like that part that you can't lose it unless you're really not listening. <laughs> you said, yeah, we should put earmuffs right. on everybody. But I do like the game. But
1: the pressure's <laughs> on. A lot of people don't listen. That's the I'm problem.
4: very bad at that game. I start getting Are cross-eyed. You? Yeah, I would have to listen to the crowd. Really I'd be one of those people.
1: Game. Well, they could also pull a digital thing where it's, you know, no one can tell. No one, no get one will it. know. All right, what's your question, Mark? Which quarterback on the schedule would you most like to <laughs> sack
3: and not go the game, please? <laughs> well, um,.
2: We you play some play, good ones this year. This week. Um, yeah, this week. This Other week, than this um, week, you dropped Tom Brady two times. Yeah, the last time you I played got
3: Tom. Oh wow! There's a lot of I mean I play a lot of good quarterbacks. So yeah. I want to get to all of them. Like you know, we got Mahomes on the schedule. We Got a bunch of guys on the schedule. Like there's a bunch of guys out there. Cam, that'd be cool. Right. My, my one of my good friends is a big Cam fan. So I, Cam, mm-hmm. Cam. Cam. I, if I sat, if I, when I sat Cam Newton, I won't ever let my best friend hit, let, let hit it down. Ever.
1: So more than ever, we have these arrival photos and uh-huh. videos, players getting into the building, what they're wearing. It's kind of cool stuff. And uh, a big deal is made about it all through social media, national television. What about the way Cam dresses? What's your opinion of that? <laughs> nodding.
4: <That's> yes. <laughs> <laughs> <But> yes. <laughs> people
3: may say my cowboy hat's interesting. So, you know, two years his own. Yeah. No, I think I, he's it's like personal expression. It's, it's just man he's just a big human being wearing that like that's <laughs> that, i think that's where the problem comes in because like if he's like you know smaller people might give him more passes on it yeah but he's six five two fifty like, he's huge yeah he's a big guy you're a big guy and yeah. for
2: you to say that about a quarterback i mean that's it's very telling yeah, yeah. but like
3: like that's a, just a big human walking yeah. around wearing stuff like that it's just a lot a lot of accessories all right, a couple of questions We're from I love it. I, yeah. love it. I love it. I
4: think it just really adds to everybody's entertainment level. Yeah. It gives you something to talk about during the week.
3: For sure. I mean, I some, some of this stuff is cool, and then some of it... That's, yes. In that
4: fashion, sometimes it's a hit, sometimes it's a miss. Yeah. Sometimes it's a miss it's more like than I'll a check
3: hit. art.
1: DJ Reader yeah. with us. DJ, I, I had this question thrown at me at a luncheon today, <laughs> and it was asked... About Deshaun Watson, and he's 24 years old, just turned 24. Yes, the quarterback is the leader of the team. You guys on defense, how do you view his leadership?
3: Uh, we 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 think he's a good leader. You know, mm-hmm. I I was trying to think of like it leading us from a defense standpoint. We trust him. We trust him. Right. We want to get the ball back to him. We know he has command of that offense, and that's like you know that's where how defense goes. You know, we're not necessarily looking for him to come pump us up or right, give us right. motivation, but we know if we get the ball back to yeah. him we can trust him and we we the team relies on him. He has he's got the ball most of the time. So, you know, we, we let him drive that driver's seat and we, we let him lead. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's about. Yeah, it's like a it's like a good marriage.
2: And he kinda chit chats with all you guys in the yeah. locker room throughout the week, doesn't he? Yeah, we all
3: got like a good relationship. Everybody on our team, our our locker room is pretty Pretty tight net in and everybody's got a good relationship with everybody and good respect level for everybody.
4: What's it like when the new guys come in? Obviously, a number of guys got added uh-huh. right before the start of the season. Uh, Kenny Stills, you've got Laramie Tunsil, Carlos Hyde. How do you guys sort of integrate them into a locker room culture? Because you guys are all friends already, yeah. but then you've got a couple of guys that just sort of not even expecting it. You know, they probably thought they were going to spend the season with their team, and now here they are all of a sudden. Like, yeah, how, does, I mean, how does that work?
3: I think they just kind of see them come along. Uh, like I said, it's really close knit locker room, and it's not like we have an intimidating culture. Just, everybody's mm-hmm. kind of friendly. Everybody's pretty nice for the most part. Everybody knows we come there to work, and as long as you work, everybody on our team's gonna respect you. That's that's all you guys.
4: Do you guys have like icebreakers in meetings? Does Bill O'Brien do things where like uh, you have to introduce yourself I mean, yeah. or say something interesting about pl- yourself?
3: No, Well when you get a new player though, you have to introduce yourself. Like you do, tell a story. Yeah, I mean, he'll or he'll go around here and introduce you, and wave your hand. Like, we all played against each other in college, most of us.
4: Right, right, yeah, right. So
2: we, I
3: think everybody's, be everybody's you aware didn't... of who everybody is. You know, it's just now, it's just been a name with a face.
2: Right. See, y'all do trust falls and like ropes courses and Mm-mm. stuff. Linked to
3: <laughs> hot
2: coals. Yeah. You
3: just no. fall
4: back. I'll catch you. I'm gonna tell
3: you, I'm not doing trust falls. <laughs> they didn't drop me on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Your guys will. <laughs> That's a
1: good point. Uh, people have said O'Brien's pretty entertaining in some of these squad meetings, though, because he he'll, he'll come out with some pretty good material yeah, for you
3: guys. He's always got some good, some, uh, some days he's got some good stuff. Some days, <laughs> some days better than yeah, others. Some days better than others. Some days squad <laughs> meetings aren't too favorable. Sometimes they are. What
1: about Weaver when you guys get into the room?
3: Great. Great. Yeah. Always good content in that room. D-line good content. Room. Good content in the D-line room. Strong.
4: Does he still do uh, fun quiz show games to sort of yeah. quiz you guys yeah, on the got upcoming? Jeopardy. Le- is it Jeopardy? Had
3: Jeopardy rolling. Uh, we have Wheel of Fortune. I mean, uh, is that what it's called? Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, wheel of Fortune like you solve the puzzle, spin yeah, a wheel. Yeah, we had we had that in a uh, training camp. We're done with that now. We got Jeopardy. We got uh
4: Wait, did somebody brought a wheel and you spun it. No, we, he just plays online. You can do all stuff. Oh, thing. online! Oh, I'm yeah. so old. Oh my yeah, gosh! You're right. It's easy. Oh gosh! All right, Wheel of Fortune, Jeopardy. What's your favorite?
3: I don't like Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> the final one's hard. Like, it's hard. Yeah. The final one, it's hard to get all the points because it's hard to guess at the end. Right. Mm. And then it's, uh, it's very high. The probability of you landing on bankrupt when you're get when you spending is high for, like, the Wheel of Fortune. Okay. okay. On but, the online version. Yeah. But I like Jeopardy more just because I know the questions. I get it more.
2: So it kind of keeps breeding more competitiveness in that that meeting oh, room that doesn't it a
3: lot of, look, we play this game it's the hand game like there's a bunch of stuff we play
1: dj reader with us all right training camp this year was in houston and you also went to green bay the last two years Greenbrier. Mm-hmm. so what's your review of the way the preseason went just as far as the atmosphere the way you trained where you were that kind of thing
3: it was hot as hell but <laughs> it True. wasn't good though <laughs> it was good it was a good camp you know it was just hot man it was it because steep. it
4: was so many days of over a hundred, which even for Houston is unusual. Uh, it was, just it was unusually. It was kind of Houston. No, but it was unusually, it unusually hot. It
3: got bad, Drew. It, it was, did get real bad. It yeah. was record setting. It got setting. bad, right? It, yeah, started it, great. it started It was record
4: setting. It
2: started great in the beginning. Let's not act like we normally practice in San Diego, though. Drew acts like he's is... forgotten just
4: because he's been in West Virginia for two years. It's always the native Houston Texans is...
3: who forget. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> but <laughs> it then is. we went to
4: Green Bay, and that was lovely. That was awesome. Did, you Thank rode God. bike. You rode a little uh, bike.
3: Yeah, I and mean, I rode a properly sized bike.
4: Properly me. sized bike, because you didn't break a bike. I don't nope. remember hearing about you breaking a bike. I, I
3: walked out there and strategically picked the bike. <laughs> it looked like it would fit me. What do you think of that tradition? It was great. You know, I had a conversation with a nice little girl. She um, played softball, so it was awesome. She was a pitcher in softball, first baseman. Great. She told me a good place to go get cheese skirts. Oh, it's a cool tradition though. You know, get out there. Those kids come mm-hmm. out there and they love it. They're, they're, it makes their day. It is, awesome. is a cool
1: place, isn't it? Yeah, it's there's cool. There's something about it's it.
3: It's cool. It's cool, but, I mean, there's a lot. you know that people are cheering for football. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Like, those houses across the street from the stadium are really nice. The yeah. The ones that have, like, the, the Field fields setup, and stuff. Like, the, like the ultimate, Almost the ultimate tailgate house. That's kind of cool. There's
1: one house that they made look almost exactly like Lambeau. Mm-hmm. Bricks everywhere, that kind of thing. All right, I wanted to ask you about this because, when you have all these rookies coming into the building, undrafted yeah. free agents, during that nine-week conditioning into OTAs, into minicamp period, and what is the biggest shock, you think, for them? And something that you're totally used to now, but what are they going through during that time as an adjustment? Like, what,
3: what, what part are you talking about? Like they the first,
1: meetings, and it's all day that, long. That's the
3: biggest shock. Like, they're, they're all day. It, and, yeah. and they're just... Cause I mean I'm, I I expect it now, but like you, you just don't realize you're there all day. Like camp, you're putting in fourteen hour days, mm-hmm. and so like that's just hard over and over and over and yeah. over and over days in and in and out. But you don't have to you're go not go
1: to a class right or an yeah. academic class like in college.
3: Yeah, but you're not, also not a vet, so you're really taking those reps. You're really oh, yeah. <laughs> you're, yeah. you're out there for all the preseason game. Like you're rookie, it's just rough. And then they're giving you these rookie seminars at the end, which are mm-hmm. good, but. You're fighting to stay up, and you're pressed for time because you're trying to learn how to study film. You're trying to learn how to do all these things. So just always constantly having something to do. It's just a shock. Cause you're like, damn, I'm busy.
2: How challenging <laughs> is it for some guys to stay awake in some of those meetings? Uh,
3: really a challenge. Lot, There's a lot of guys. It's it's tough. There's a lot of coffee, a lot of stand-up breaks. A lot of guys stand-up breaks. Yeah, a lot of guys gotta walk out, come back in, go get some water. Uh huh. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, what happens if you get – well, I don't want to even out anybody on this, but some I'm guys to must to to If you fall asleep in a meeting?
3: I just hope you don't get caught, man. <laughs> just <laughs> just, <laughs> just <laughs> yeah, pretend like you're yeah, Hopefully somebody wakes you up. But yeah, if like, they don't wake you up, just pray that you don't get caught. Yeah. Or that if you do get caught, you got enough uh, equity built up in the company. In the company? <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Yep. you your, your enough money in the bank to – that he won't rip you too hard. Well, you're outside at camp practicing <laughs>
1: 100 degrees. You come in into that air conditioning. And, you know, for us, and ooh. we're not playing football, for us you feel like, ooh.
4: It know. takes a couple hours to get your brain right. Yeah. yeah. It sounds, I mean,
3: sounds good and it sounds perfectly logical when you explain it. But they don't care. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Can you sit in the back or as rookies, they have yeah. to sort of sit in the front?
3: Uh, some of the rookies, I mean, everybody kind of spreads out. This is, there's a bunch of rookies and uh, most of the D-line sits in the back anyway. How oh, was down. how was the show this year? The rookie show. Did they do it? Because I
1: remember there was there oh, was we'll one rookie saying, "Yeah, we haven't done the show yet." It wasn't good. It, it wasn't.
2: Was I <laughs> 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 heard Titus had to sing that uh, that song, the, the duet with Florida Georgia Line and the uh, BB Rexer, Man, Baby
3: Rexer. It, it, it was awful.
2: It was awful. Really? It was, it was awful. awful. What do
1: you guys do if it's bad? Boo. Boo.
2: Do they get
3: punished? Boo. But then you know, we had a special guest speaker that day, same day, so. They kind of overrided those rookie shows. Nobody cared after that. No. Yeah. <laughs> what, did, what did
4: you do for your rookie for your rookie talent show? We did a
3: uh, movie trailer. You did a movie trailer? Yeah, we did a movie trailer. It was, um my rookie class is pretty cool. Yeah, we had interesting guys, me, B. Scar, mm-hmm. Will Fuller, Nick, um, Taimi. Mm-hmm. So we did, like, then we had, like, some cool guys, like Shaquille Rashad, like, things like, guys like that, like, he was really interesting. Yeah, so he's did, fun like, to follow on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, so we did a... Um, a movie trailer of a comeback of Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel's comeback to football. He's gonna come out <laughs> of retirement, go play. And we had all the coaches in it, and then we had a guy, a kid that Braves like really couldn't stand playing Braves, and just, <laughs> <laughs> it just made it so much better, <laughs> so much better. Oh my god. Well, I can see uh, why you're
4: disappointed. That's very creative.
3: Yeah. DJ
1: Reader with us. All right. So Clemson thoughts. Is there anybody you can knock them off on the way to the playoff? No. I mean, they look like they're going to steamroll this schedule.
3: I mean, you see it. You see what's going on out there, yeah. man. Yeah. I mean, hey, but, but. How did that, it
1: get like this? What's your theory? Uh, well, theory. I mean, you know. Uh, you've lived it.
3: But they're Joey just B, the man. juggernaut so right now. Joey B. That way, that strength coach, Coach swings does a great job of bringing guys around. Our strength, strength coach, coach. our strength coach, Coach, coach Batson, that we're with him all the time. So those mm-hmm. guys know how to grind. Mm-hmm. He gets them right. They've done a good job of getting the nutrition and everything right, but um, Coach Elliott and those guys are special on offense. And BV a like, like I said, he's a mad scientist on defense. Like the things I was watching last week, like especially college. Like you know what I mean? The way he sets up, especially college young quarterbacks, is crazy. Bit, but BV's nuts. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah Venables. love it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And he's love doing him. well there. I mean, the Yeah, <laughs> like he'll, he'll make you
3: he'll make you go crazy about defense and love it that much. Like he gets you into it just cuz he bugs you so much that it literally drives you either to be perfectly crazy or it drives you away. And so like you just get so into it you're like You really want to play for those guys, those guys out there geeked up on Sundays. Those kids out there ready to play for BB every Sunday.
1: Well, we every Saturday, my bad. We know you're gonna get into it at practice tomorrow. Back to it tomorrow. Getting ready for the Chargers. Yes, sir. Week three. Here we go.
3: Week three. Slit. All right.
1: (laughs) How about it for DJ Reader, everyone? Next up, Texans all access here, Fuddruckers Greenway of Texans Radio. Thank you.
0: This is Texans Radio. It's the semi-annual sale
2: at Mattress Firm. We're bringing you savings of up to $400 on our top-rated mattresses, like a Beautyrest Greenwood Queen mattress, now just $4.99. Explore our selections at MattressFirm.com and visit your nearest store to experience the bed of your dreams before you buy. We've got the best beds. And with savings of up to $400, you know it's the best price, too. Your
0: budget stretches further at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. Valid to participating locations only. For offer details, visit MattressFirm.com. Hey, Texans fans, thanks to Circle K, you could win a Houston Texans VIP experience of a lifetime. You heard right. You could win two lower-level tickets, VIP on-field access, and a $500 gift card. Download the Houston Texans app and sign up today to learn more about the Texans VIP experience. Enter for a chance to win and get a free Polar Pop or simply great coffee from Circle K, Texas. At participating
1: locations only.